0: Welcome back to Urban Theology. Thanks for tuning in. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who were brought together by the grace of God, and we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups, the downs, and the in-betweens of this life. What up, man?
1: Welcome back, brother. Another episode, man. How you saying? sir.
0: Hey, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. We've been getting a lot of good reception to some of our past podcast episodes, especially the last one.
1: Yeah, man, the people love what we've been cooking up so far, so that's been that's been nice.
0: Yeah, let's keep up the hot streak. Let's keep up the hot streak. So hey, let's go ahead and jump right into this episode with a prayer. I believe it's on you. Cool, cool. So um, Father, in Jesus' name, Amen. Lord,
1: we just thank you for your grace, your love, and your mercy towards us, God, because we know that without it, God, where would we be? We'd be we'd be nowhere. So we thank you for that. And uh, we pray by the power of the Holy Spirit that you give us wisdom in this conversation as we attempt to help your people. And God, I just pray for every listener, that even as they hear this conversation, that they would enjoy it, but also that it would encourage their spirits and teach them things, and that you would also reveal yourself to them through it. So we thank you and we give you glory. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you for that prayer. So today, what are we going to talk about? We've been spending the past couple of episodes in that love realm. We're talking about love, and we figured it's only right if we dive into sex. All right, so we're going to be talking about sex. Before we jump into that, I just want to shout out all of our listeners. Shout out to everybody who has sent us messages about how good some of our previous episodes were. We appreciate you, but we need you to take a little step further.
1: Leave know? us a review. We need it.
0: Yeah, we need it, man. We need it. You know, that's how we really understand the impact that we're giving. You know, when we see the reviews and we see the ratings, that's super important. So if you haven't, Make sure you go. It's through the Apple Podcast platform. You go on there, scroll down, write a review. We would love to get a five star review, but if you're not feeling, you know, is uh, up to it as you should be, then hey, give us whatever rating you want. But just make sure you give us a reason so we know how we can improve the podcast for real. And we need it. We need it
1: because we're constantly like open to feedback because we want to keep making sure the product. We put out for you guys is a one and its quality, so we can only do that with um, with with feedback, you know that we can that we can read. Obviously, we appreciate all the texts, the DMs and stuff that we get. We read them, so we appreciate them. But
0: you know, Wait, go. I'm, I'm not getting no texts. You getting texts?
1: Yeah, people text me all the time oh, about the dang. party,
0: bro. Yeah, I'm 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 not as social. You guys aren't sending me text uh, messages. Sheesh, popular him over here. But now let's get into the topic, man. So we're talking about sex and. Before we even dive into it any deep, like on a deeper level, I want to go ahead and say, look, this isn't any, this isn't a podcast episode where we're trying to shame anybody about what you do, but we will be talking about some things that ultimately, like, there's no budging on it. Like, this is what God says about this. You feel me? So, if you are feeling judged, if you are feeling like, hey, we're talking about you, yeah, we probably are. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, don't listen to this guy, but it's like no, he does have a point. Like no one, like our goal is not to judge um, anyone. All of us we're on we're on a journey, right? We're all on this journey, getting to know God, right? Getting to know Him, who He is, and part of that is unwinding, right? Things that we've done outside of Him. Uh huh. So that's pretty much what it is.
0: Yeah. And why is it so hard for the church to talk about sex? Like, why does the church get weird about sex?
1: Because you want to know why? Because they let the world and the culture take what God created, and basically show everyone this is what it is, and make mm-hmm. it make it nasty and make it like make it weird or just pervert. I mean, and honestly, that's what what they've done. They've let the enemy take something that God created as good and dictate to the world this is what it is, right? Yeah. And, and it's crazy that the church would let something that God create. Something that God created, let the world say this is what it is, and let them take the lead on it. And 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 now you you act all taboo, you get all weird about it. Because right. the crazy thing is, like, you have kids, you bring them to church. Obviously, you want them to learn about God. You want them to learn about things. You want them to learn about things, right? But yeah. because we don't talk about it in the church, what you create now is you create this discovery. So that's uh-huh. it's so so when you hear that, what is that? What does that make you think?
0: I think the church is worried about it because, for one it's it's something that you have to have an internal police about right so i can go into the highest mountain and say hey i just slept with three women i just slept with two i just slept with one woman nobody's going to say okay you need to go to jail okay you need to get some help people are just going to be like okay you can keep that to yourself but okay <laughs> cool you know versus if i was stealing you know, it's like, oh, no, hey, call the cops. You know, oh, hey, I hurt somebody. Oh, hey, he needs to be reprimanded. You feel me? So it's it involves like your conscience eating at you. And I think sometimes in the church, you have people who they're struggling with it too. You know, we don't know what people are struggling with internally. So it becomes weird for some people in the church to talk about it because they still struggle with it themselves. And then I also feel like, sex is the is one of one of the things where we always get comfortable once we fall you know it's like i know so many people that will say well you're not a virgin anymore so why are you worried about it? you've already had sex the seal has been broken and i always think about school right like there are times where i've done poorly on an exam i've done poorly in a class i i look at A lot of medical students, people who want to be doctors, and there are a lot of setbacks. You feel me? Sometimes they don't pass their exams and they can't go to the next level in their studies. What do they do? They say, you know what? I'm going to work harder. I'm not going to look at myself and say I'm a failure. But with sex, what tends to happen is we have sex, and then it's like, well, one, everybody's doing it. Two... I can't take it back, all right? Like I've already been done down. the deed, you know? So I might as well just keep going and you never look to improve. So I think the church gets worried about it. One another reason why I think the church gets worried about it is because sometimes the church doesn't want to lose followers.
1: Oh, but but it, you feel me? Like yeah, but in but the thing is, right? In being worried about it, you're you're losing people to everything else when you're not honest, right? Right, we should be leading we should be leading the culture on these conversations. Cause sex is not weird, bruh. Everyone gets so bent out of shape. Like it's not like it's not weird. And and this is another thing too. There's supposed to be no shame involved when we talk about it. God didn't create it to be shameful. So why is there so much shame and weirdness around it around it?
0: Unfortunately, a lot of churches do worry about retention. They do worry about numbers. And the truth is when you're telling young people who Look, a lot of the younger people are more liberal, and they just like, "Look, it's my body; I can do whatever with it." When you're telling them like, "Hey, God doesn't want you to do this," they're like, "Okay, hey, I don't want to come to this church anymore." So, some churches—I'm not going to say all—I know what you mean. Some churches are worried about that, and they try to make it cool. They don't want to offend. Yeah, they don't want to offend. It's like, yo, the gospel is offensive. Like, it's definitely gonna be in your face and invade your privacy you feel me so um the church can do better but i also think it gives us an avenue to work as well like these types of talks are important you know and before we get into like how we feel about it what does god feel about sex Like just sex in general
1: (laughs) so i mean we can go back to um like we can even go back to like genesis Mm-hmm. Right. And we can talk about Adam and Eve, right? They before like sin came into the world, right? Like we know They were like, enjoying. Yeah, they and they were also naked and they were free. Yeah. Right. There was no there was no shame, right? There was no there was no barrier, right? Yep. And what we see, and that's kind of the same thing but we kind of see today, right? With shame and sin, it's tainted everything that was made to be. Pure, right? Because yeah. if we look at sex, right, the confines of it, it was created to be joy, to be enjoyed between man and woman, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, in a marriage, in a monogamous marriage, right? Covenant, right? That's what it was created. That's what God created it for. He obviously he created it for us to, um, you know, obviously reproduce, right. but Recreate. also to enjoy. it. Like He made it. He made it enjoyable, right. right? And I think going back to the basics that helps us to understand what it was created for, right? Where it was created to be enjoyed, right? And so the question is, how do we get to where we are now? Right. How do we get here?
0: So, all right. It's a good, sex is a good thing in God's eyes, but obviously it was tainted by sin, right? So now we're at a point where we apply sex to so many different situations and it becomes a bad thing so let's talk about the actual application of sex and maybe we can kind of give personal accounts so personal account right i when did i learn about sex i I don't remember doing like a sexual education class i think you didn't no, nah, I don't remember doing that. I did I elementary
1: school. I remember. Elemen- oh, yeah, I don't remember. Like sixth, grade. I, sixth did, grade. I did
0: elementary in Nigeria. So, yeah, they wasn't teaching uh-huh. me about that. They wasn't teaching me about that. But I do remember watching things on TV that I wasn't supposed to watch when my parents wasn't around. And ultimately, I learned about sex like from my boys. You know, I was playing on a basketball team and I had people that were more experienced and they used to make fun of me. and. I was a kid, I just wanted to fit in. So, I thank God that I wasn't the type of person that was, you know, like just searching for it, but ultimately I found somebody and it was like, "Well, hey, I have to do this because I need to fit in." And I didn't really think twice about it. Ultimately, I grew up in the Catholic Church. I still am Catholic, and they tell you about it, but I always would think like, "Okay, that's grown-up talk." Like that they don't understand my world right now. You know,
1: if, if, if you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you lost your virginity? If, you're, if your I was,
0: was I was 17. Yeah, I, I was 17. And it was to somebody that I, this wasn't my girlfriend. I mean, we just had an agreement where it's like, yo, we're going to do it. And it, it just happened. And looking back, I'm like, yo, I was so stupid. Um, I didn't have the right role models in my life because most of my role models were, you know, Hey, I wanted to go to the NBA. Oh, I I I liked all the rappers and things like that. You know, so that was my introduction to sex, and it was a sin. You know, it was the wrong thing to do. Plain and simple, it was somebody that like I didn't I didn't love this person. Uh, the act itself was not out of love. It was out of curiosity. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that that, that was my introduction to it. So for me,
1: similar to like, you I mean, I had like sexual education growing up in like elementary school, middle school or whatever. Um, but like for me, it was um, it just became like a curiosity thing, even like a high school. I mean, I didn't have sex in, in high school. You know, I, I I made it through four years of high school to have sex. But I also didn't have no game. I wasn't like I wasn't <laughs> yeah. I wasn't cool. I was really geeky, really, really nerdy. Uh, college. Um, I did, I mean, I flirted her, like, I got close a few times, but I didn't do it in college. It wasn't until after I graduated college that I I had sex. And for me, it was because I met this young lady on Twitter, and uh, we just got to rapping. And she was uh, I can't remember how we got to that conversation. She was like, oh, you're you're a virgin? I was like, yeah. And then once she heard that, she was like, oh. You lunch meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, once she heard that, she was like, oh, I gotta I got to get this, I got to get this guy. I got to. Because I'm not, so bro, I'm going to be very vulnerable with y'all. Y'all can laugh at me, whatever. I don't care. Even after having sex with her, I felt like so, like, like what did I do? I felt, yeah. I, not that I felt, honestly, I felt shame, bro. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. A lot of men won't admit that. I felt ashamed of my dog. Like, I don't love her. Like, I'm just fooling around with this girl. Like, uh, and like, we did it. And I didn't feel like, I didn't feel free. I didn't feel like, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't feel like, like it felt good, don't get me wrong, like sex feels good, but I was like, I should've just waited. Like honestly, yeah. that's how I felt like I should've I should've I should have waited, right? And I feel like a lot of men are not gonna admit that, but I'm just gonna keep it it. I felt like I should have waited. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just me. But that's that's my experience with sex, right? And that's also like you were 17, I was 21. So yeah. I was able to hold out for a little bit
0: longer. All right, bro. We still in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so interesting that you brought that up because I also Know people like that. Like, I've heard of people like I've talked to women that even when because I was inexperienced for quite some time. Because after the first time, it was like, yeah, it didn't happen for you know a a length of period, a a number of you know years. And I had met women that'd be like, oh, you're a baby, you don't know what you're gonna do, you don't know what you and I did fall for them because we ultimately they taught me things, you know. and the world is a crazy place because you have people that are actually looking for people that are inexperienced to teach them, like, ways of, you know, having sex and things. And it, it's weird, bro. But that's the thing. <laughs> it's not even that it's weird. I
1: think it's be, it's because we've just, like, we've just turned sex into what can I gain? Right? Yeah. Like, what can I gain from you? What, what can I give... Give to you because even like the, the teaching part, honestly, the way I look at it is like if you're obviously in a married or even if you're like in a monogamous situation, the goal is to, is to grow with that person. That's what that's how it was designed for you yeah. to learn with one, one person. Right? When, we, when we come with all these experiences, I'm you're bringing baggage and you're bringing your past stuff into this thing where you're supposed to start from zero. Right. Yeah. I'm bringing, let's say like I'm at an 80 and he's at like, maybe he was more disciplined, right? Uh-huh. Like maybe he only has like two bodies or whatever. So he's at like a, let's say like he's or, or three or whatever, whatever the number is. So he's on a lower percentage than you are. Now you're coming in with all of these people you can't stop thinking about and your past people and you're bringing them your past experience. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's supposed yeah. to start at zero. Yeah. And I think that's where we miss it. But what do you think about that?
0: Bro, I just think it makes relationships where people feel insufficient. You know, because somebody has this type of experience and even if you're not having sex in that relationship, part of you goes... Part of your mind will go to, well, what if I can't please this person because they, you know, have this standard and I'm not at that level. You know, so it, it, it's, it's bad. Honestly, it's just straight up bad. And I think in relationships that I've been in it becomes this tug of war where we we understand that we're not supposed to be having sex but now it's like well I want to please that person she wants to please me as well so we're just pulling out all the stops like yo let's do this let's do that and we just continue to chill in our sin yeah and it's just like
1: It's just important, obviously, when you get to that point of, like, a serious relationship that maybe y'all see ourselves getting married or whatever, it's just to have those conversations. And just, like, I also feel like you should talk about it. Again, I don't know because I'm not married yet, so I don't know what that process looks like. But I think there should be healthy conversations before y'all go to the next level. Like, hey, this is where I'm at. And I'm hoping that, you know, as we get married and we kind of cross over um, I'm hoping that we can work together uh-huh. in this area of like the same way we're talking. We have a plan for our finances, right? Let's have a plan for our, our sex life. And this is how, yeah. You know, this is what I'm willing to work on with you because the goal is, is, it's um, it's like a give and take, right? Yeah. So you, I maybe people don't have those conversations, like you said. Maybe they just have their expectations, like, oh, this is what I want, and I'm yeah. not compromising compromising on that. But instead, she like, you know what? what do you like, you know, whatever, whatever, and just have those conversations. We don't want to get too graphic with it, but you know yeah. what I'm saying.
0: Nah, I feel you. And so let, let's, let's move on to, okay, now we're all children of God. We understand our responsibilities, and now we're trying to date. The difficulties in that, right? <laughs> so you have people that will tell you, you know, hey, let's go with the flow. You have people that will tell you, nah, like, I mean, I've already had sex, you've already had sex, so I don't see the point. You can't be scared to walk away. I think sometimes somebody has so many positives. You know, It's like, oh, they have, they have money, they come from a good family, even they go to your same church, and you have that one thing where it's like, well, but they've had sex. And you have that conversation, right? And look, you can be an intelligent person and word everything so eloquently you know and it's like hey look I love you and we're going to get married anyway it's difficult to find that person that will ultimately wait for you it's just difficult in this time it is I, I think
1: like especially in our generation being millennials it, it is hard um, and I think it also depends on kind of just like what circle you're in um, just kind of where you are but I do think there are people that are like minded like you it's just, it's just a matter of 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 finding digging. them, yeah, yeah, digging, being patient enough to, to find them. Because I think when you find them, it's it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, it's it's, it's worth it. It's not it's not easy, right? And um, anything that is worth it is not is not easy. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna take you some work.
0: Yeah. So let's let's shine the light on us. I will say there were times where I knew I shouldn't be having sex, but I continued to have sex, right? And I used to make some rules for myself. We always like to bend the rules, and we got to understand, when God says something, it isn't for us to take it and bend it in the slightest. It is not. You know? <laughs> yeah. So me personally, I used to have a time where I would say, as long as I'm not sleeping with multiple women, so if I'm sleeping with one woman, oh, well, hey, we're safe, I'm only with her, then yeah, God's not going to have a problem. And that, that was wrong. It also got to a point where I was like, well, as long as I love this woman, you know, as long as I care for her, you know, yeah, I can have sex with her. I'm not cheating on her. I'm not, you know, playing her. No, it's only me and her. But now that I look back, I'm I'm saying to myself, you know, how many women that I've been with and I used to tell myself like, yeah, I love her. I love her. But I didn't love her enough to actually get to the finish line. Like love is a sacrifice. And waiting is a sacrifice of your physical wants and your physical needs, you know? I don't think, you know, man, it's not like you need sex to live, but a lot of us are like, yo, I need that, you know, pleasure, I need that. And if you, like with me, if I truly love a woman, I should be able to say, you know what? I can wait. And we get to a certain age where, it's not like you're gonna be waiting forever. You know, I'm 30, about to be 31 right now. If I meet a woman, tops I'm waiting is a year. You feel me? And that's just me. Now, everybody has their time period, but I think when you talked about having these talks, when you meet somebody, you need to give yourself a time frame. You have to give yourself a time frame because, for one, a lot of people just don't like the idea of just, you know, not knowing. Yeah. And it's tough for women, too, because in relationships, women, I mean, when you're not married, a relationship ends. What, what, what does a woman really get out of that relationship? You know, it's like you don't really get nothing. Yeah. It is what it is. So sometimes women are like, yo, I don't want to go into dating you without understanding, OK, are you looking to... Date for three to five. Like, what's your plan? Yeah, what's your plan? Mm -hmm. So, get that in anybody that you're talking to, you know. And I'm not sitting here saying it has to be X amount of time, but you have to match up with them. Mm -hmm. If you're with somebody that says, Yo, I want to talk, I want to be in a relationship for like two to three years before I get married, and you're sitting here saying, I only need six months to a year, that's not going to work, you know, and ultimately in your weight it's not going to work because you're going to get to six months in a year and you're going to be exhausted. You won't make it. Exactly. You're not going to make it. Bro, I'm I'm going to tell you this. Anybody over the age of 21, if you're telling yourself you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and, and you've been sexually active, okay, because it's another thing if you're just a virgin, you feel me? If you have been sexually active and you're 21 in your relationship and you're saying, hey, I'm going to wait for... Over a year with this person, I have my apartment. That's difficult. It is difficult. I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah, no, you might fine. be setting yourself up.
1: Especially if y'all have already started doing it. It's, it's, it's hard, man. It's
0: hard. It's difficult, bro.
1: So I have a. This is a little bit a little bit of a curveball question for you. Oh boy. All Do right, you think ahead. it's possible to to live with someone? Let's say you guys are at work. we plan to get married. Let's say you live with them for a year. Do you think it's possible to not have sex with that person?
0: And you're living and I live. And I live together. Nothing is impossible, but I would say it's... Is it advisable? Very close to impossible. I would not advise that, you know? Because, look, we all have a way that we get comfortable in our <laughs> homes, all right? I don't know about you, but I've been in relationships where it's like, okay, we go out... And you know, when I get to my crib, it's just I let loose, like I'm myself. You feel me? And I know women have the same thing where you know a lot of women joke about it, they get home from work and they snatch off the bra, like, oh, I'm free. If you're living with me and you're getting that comfortable, bro, it's natural for me to get aroused. Like I'm and, and then I'm looking at you like, so what we about to do? It it just is. And look, there's gonna be temptation. There's going to be temptation. It's all about, okay, what boundaries are you setting up for this? You feel me? And why would you want to torture yourself by living with somebody that you love? Because I'm going to assume that you love each other, right? You're going to, and you can't tell me, okay, hey, we're going to live together, but you're just going to be in your separate room. <laughs> No, that's not how that works (laughs) because you can say that all you want, but what happens when you guys are watching a movie? Scary. uh, It's a scary movie. Bro, I am carrying you up to my room (laughs) and we're going to, you know, cuddle and other things. You know, so it's difficult in terms of living with your mate and not having sex and trying to wait. No, I
1: I just wanted to ask you that because I think, like, some may be like, it's possible. Like, what do you mean? Like is it's doable, right? So it's, it's just kind of something to think
0: about. Yeah, so let's talk about men because I know men always bring up the idea of, well, you want to test drive the car before <laughs> you take it off the lot. And it can go for women as well. Sometimes women want to test drive the car. What do you have to say to people who use that analogy in terms of waiting until marriage for sex?
1: I mean, like again, I don't... I really don't try to judge, right? Just generally, I'm I'm just not, not that not that type, right? Because my thing is like, what is the foundation for you pursuing this person, mm-hmm. right? Because people are holistic, right? So people come with more than, like um, one thing, right? So like, do you just want them sexually because you're attracted to them, like, or or is it because the way I look at it is this this like the the sex and sexual attraction is an, is should be in addition to who they who they are, yeah, so that's not that's not where I'm starting from. That should be where I'm ending. That should be the last part, like the cherry on top to they're a good person, they got common sense, they're business savvy you know they're beautiful outside, they have you know they have sense on the inside, you know yeah. what I'm saying like they're they're by God's grace, they're a decent person, right yeah. and then that last part that's like the cherry on top, but when we start backwards, oh. Even as a man, like, I want to test her out. I'm literally just ignoring everything else cuz cuz yeah. she could be trash, but you know what I'm saying? But the you know what is good. She could be trash, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah, man, yeah, bro, you, we get blinded, bro. You You've you seen mean, situations bro. where you where your bros have been messing with with a yeah. young lady and you're like, "Bro, why are you with her, bro?" Yeah. Like, I get it, she's she's like that, but bro, she's awful.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So what do you when you hear that like what like what's what's your thinking, man?
0: I, I like to so you hear the 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 saying, you know, you gotta test the test the car if we take it off the lot. I say, look, God has saved sex for marriage for reasons, all right? Because sometimes you're not even worthy of stepping foot in the car. All right. So you Fair. gotta understand you do have some men who are with women that they should like these you're not worthy of being with that woman. You know, you you don't have what it takes to be a husband. You don't have what it takes to be a wife to that person. Right? So before you even talk about entering the car, there's a reason why God has saved sex for marriage, all right? There are a bunch of issues. Now, you you talk about this car thing, and I say I don't like talking about people in terms of cars. Now, of course, it's like, yeah, there's a motor. And of course, the motor could be great. It could get you somewhere. I personally think if the motor... If you believe that the motor in your partner is sex, then by all means, talk like that. You Because if you believe that the motor in your partner is sex, then ultimately, you believe that 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 person's going to appreciate as time goes on. right? But a woman... And men and women are so much more valuable. Where look, if I pick a woman, ultimately she's going to give me a child. You know, what I mean? there is no car that you're gonna drive it off the lot and it's going to produce a another car that looks good and is 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 runs great. There's nothing like that, you know. So I say, let's start changing the language we use when we talk about sex. You know, um, if I hear anybody. Say anything like man or woman, but it's mostly men that say that. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly men that say that. I just say you can't compare. But,
1: but you know, like I, let's let's also, I'm I'm gonna stick up for the man. I'm gonna stick up for the man. Okay, go ahead. So I was in a situation. Don't judge me, bro. I was in a situation where I was with a young lady. you know okay. we, were, yeah. we were dating at the time or whatever, and um and and she was cool. You know, she was cool. You know, waiting or whatever. I'm, I'm gonna try to keep this as, as PG as possible. Don't don't judge me. Hey. Right, we, we were we were dating or whatever, um, and it was getting pretty serious, or whatever. But, um, but but I told her I was like, yo, I'm I'm, I'm going away. She was like, okay, I'm cool with it. But she was like, oh, how do I know your hardware looks <laughs> looks good? Yeah. I was like, don't worry about that. It it looks yeah. it, lo- it looks good, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Urban Theology, we're not afraid to talk about talk yeah. about things. So I I showed her the hardware, and she was like, oh. <laughs> She was like, "Oh, she's like, I shouldn't have doubted you." I'm like, "Yeah, I told you." And then she was, like, oh. then she ended up apologizing. So it's not just men, women too. They, 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 they try to pretend, you know. And, and so.
0: honestly, we we just have to grow up because it ain't even about looks. If anything, you know, it ain't it ain't about looks. All right. Like at some point, you gotta understand that. Look, we're gonna when we get married, right? We're gonna get to a point where it's like, okay, look. Are you pleasing me? Of course there's the love factor, like hey, I I I love this person, but if somebody isn't pleasing you, you can be vocal about it. Talk about and, it. Y'all. Yeah, talk you guys are married. Talk about it. You can always improve on these things. You know, and I think everybody looks at their potential life partner as like either you're good now or you're gonna be terrible forever. It's like, no, there are look, once you get married, hey, I need to have a meeting with you. Okay, I need to have a meeting with you. Hey, look, we did this. I think, you know, we can improve on this by doing X, Y, and Z. But even to your point, I've heard
1: countless stories of, of couples where they talk about, like, like, where they started in that area. It was just, like, mad. But once they, like you said, once they had those conversations, it went from mad to, like, really, really good. Yeah. And all it took was having those sit-down conversations right but and the point is right kind of what we're getting at is once you get to that point where you're in that marriage and that monogamous situation you can have those conversations because our because our thinking is like you said either it's bad forever or it'll never get good but like no
0: fam like some of and i think of like cooking you make a lot of good dishes from you know learning on the go right right Sometimes we're so used to just throwing things out, throwing things out. You get into a relationship, oh, the sex thing, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna throw this out. You know, and when you actually are married and you have to talk about it, you understand, first of all, I made a commitment to this person and God was my witness that, okay, look, I'm gonna weather the storm with this person. And you improve. You say, okay, you, there's no exit for you. And in terms of sex and how millennials and people younger kind of think of it I look at it as ranch right a lot of us like to just eat ranch alone and it, it, it tastes really it's like okay ranch is good but imagine when you have the salad and you put the ranch on it and you mix it up you add some croutons in that <laughs> joint you add some shrimp and that is a wonderful dish right there you know so sex before marriage is the ranch Tastes good, but it ain't really filling to you. It's not good for you. You might enjoy it, but ultimately it's not leading you to anywhere that God wants you to go to. Okay? You're not going to sit here and tell me that you're having sex outside of marriage and God is looking at you and saying, yes, that's my daughter. Yes, that's my and, son.
1: And another thing, too, and again, not to not to judge because we've, we've all been there. I think I learned, too, a lot of times we try to use sex as a crutch.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: To, to cover up other things we were dealing with emotionally, Fame. mentally, right? Other stuff that's yeah. going on, whether it's loneliness or like I need, it's a coping mechanism when it wasn't designed to be, to be such, right? And what I've learned in my journey, right? And even just talking with a lot of people, we've all, a lot of us have kind of walked that same path and we use it to try to bandage wounds and deal with other, other issues and things. So,
0: Fame. yeah, no, same here. I can relate. So Let's try and close this out. What are, what are your sex goals? Not like the act, but when you think of sex, what are, what are your goals right now?
1: I mean, for me, it's just to keep renewing my mind about it, right? In terms of, like, one, why I'm waiting. Again, because, again, I've had it before, so I, 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 know, I know I'm not missing out. Obviously, with the person that I'm with now that I plan on marrying, it's like, one, why, I'm, why am I waiting? That's one is to have that perspective and also just like looking forward to enjoying it in marriage, right? Also looking forward to, to learning and growing with yeah. one person, right? For me, that's one of my goals is really just like um, having this long-term view of it, you know, and just having a positive outlook. That's just, that's just me. That's where I'm at. Those are, yeah. those are my goals. Man. What about you?
0: Oh, man. So I'm single and it's... Sex is easy, I'll put it like that because the world views sex as something you can use to comfort. And like you said, it's a blanket. You throw it on and for different reasons. So in terms of my sex goes, I, I want to wait till marriage. I want to wait till marriage. Easier said than done. I, I really respect, I really, really respect my ex because she was somebody that bought into that. Right? Like it wasn't something where I was going into a relationship and, I was like, yeah, I want to wait. And they're like, no, but I don't. And I was always trying. No, she bought into it and she was really helpful. And there were times where we fell. or times where we fell. And what I will say is we always picked ourselves up and said, hey, let's get back on it. All right? Because just because and people sometimes try and guilt you into being like them. I've had friends that will tell me like, what are you trying to prove? And I'm sitting here, I'm like, bro, I've just explained to you how, God does not want me to have sex with this woman that I'm not married. And you ultimately feel like I'm doing this to prove something to you. It has nothing or, to do with you. Yeah, it has nothing to do with you. You know, I'm not trying to say I'm better than you. I'm not trying to say, hey, you're going to hell. No, all I'm saying is I want to do something that will glorify God. Right. So I've had people that would try and guilt me into like, bro, I know what you did when you was in high school. Like, I, w- I, I know you talked to this. I know you did this. And for me, it's just about just staying true to God. Like, whenever I pray, I sit back and I I confess my sins. I don't want to keep confessing the same sin over and over and over again. And I'm sitting there asking myself, why are you even asking for forgiveness when you're going to do this tomorrow? When you're (laughs) going to do this next? Bro, I've had moments like that. You know, growing up, I would have routines. Like, I'd have people who know, like... Hey, when you come over, you know what it's going to be. And yeah. I would be praying at night and it's like, okay, God, I'm sorry about this. And I would stop myself like, yo, what are you what are you doing? Yeah. You know, what are you doing? You're praying for forgiveness, but you're going to do this again. So my goal is once I'm ready to date, I am going to find somebody who buys into that principle as well of waiting to imagine, bro, if you're going to tell me we can't have fun because we're not having sex. I am. I, I can prove you wrong in so many different ways. Facts, right? and I'm not talking about like foreplay or nothing like that. I'm talking about just look, genuine fun, enjoying each other's time. Okay, actually dating, getting to know each other, picking your brain, understanding what you like, what you don't. So many things. It's honestly enjoying the person, bro. I I I can. And even my prior partners, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm so thankful for my prior relationships because I truly can't come on here and say, you know, I've had a relationship where we haven't had a good relationship in terms of getting along and talking about things. There's so much in terms of being with somebody outside of just, hey, let me explore your body. Look, I like sex. It's, it, It's good. I'm not sitting here saying, hey, that's, it doesn't feel good. No, it feels good. But the way god has set us up and the way god has ultimately confined you know us to hold out on this until marriage he knows that there are a lot of things that we should be doing there are a lot of things that we should be understanding about each other before we get to that level you know so my goal is once i'm ready to date i'll find somebody who buys into that and then ultimately i'm going to wait and The hard part for me is time. Right. So I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to take this year off of dating. Right. I just want to chill. I just want to focus on myself. So it could be another year or two before I have sex. But I ultimately just try and think about all the good things that God has given me. Right. Like, God has given me so many things that I can talk to my friends about. He's given me so many things that I could talk to a woman about. So many things that I can do in terms of strengthening a relationship with a woman. I'm not going to focus on just the sex aspect.
1: That's real, man. I think just focusing on on growing, right? That's that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Focusing on
0: growth. So what do you do when you get the urge? Let, let's be real. Cause Are you talking about what I'm with the person or I'm by myself? You're in a relationship. What do you do when you're with your girl and it's like ding, ding, ding? I get that I, urge. I mean, I'm not gonna
1: cap. It's very, very hard. It's um, true. Like, like me and my significant other, we have we haven't fallen or anything, but I mean, we've had close calls, you know. Where, but you just have to be smart and just just kind of take a step back sometimes when when those things are are are, are happening, right? And there, there will be times that you will be convicted, right? Like I have situations too. I, I'll, I'll hit you with this um, when I'm with my significant other, and right, sometimes you know you may be thinking about certain things, right? But then I will remember, love is patient, love is kind, uh-huh. it's not self-serving. Why, why am I quoting that? Because it's self-serving if I just want to do something with her. I'm not thinking of, I'm not thinking of her. I'm just thinking about how it benefits me. How it just makes me feel good. Right? I'm putting my my needs before before us right so that's yeah. part of the way that i've learned to kind of just like humble myself and just like make it out of those situations yeah. without um you know without crossing crossing the line so
0: yeah and you know i i've been really good in terms of like my sex goals i i've fallen in the past and i i'll be specific so th- when i was in a relationship I messed up. And the only reason why I messed up was because we broke up. Like we had a breakup, and then it's like, okay, we got back together, and it was like, oh my gosh, you're back. And it's like, okay, no, I'm just kidding. Homos while flying. But, but no, the truth about it is we spent 90% of our relationship staying true to ourselves. You know, and uh, I, I was looking at Amos 3, verse 3, and it says, Can two walk together except they be agreed? You know, when I get that feeling, if my woman is also walking with me on this journey, like, yo, she knows we're trying to wait till... Yeah, she's going to kiss. We're we going to kiss. And it, it's going to get to a point where it's like, fam, what are you doing? We got to chill. What are you doing? Somebody yeah. has to say, yo, you got to chill. You know, when you don't have any restraint, both of y'all just tugging at it. And this is like, nobody says, hey, you want to think about this? You're always going to have that one... Like, my my ex had moments where... She was doing the most. And I'm like, yo, you have to chill. And I've had I had moments We're where I was doing the most. And she's like, yo, you have to chill. So as long as you have a partner that is on the same page, I think it makes it easier. It's still tough. Yeah. But it makes it easier.
1: And that's that's real, because that's the same situation with me. It's just like you guys just have to hold each other accountable.
0: Yeah. So we have to talk about this. If if people are listening to us and they're in a relationship and they're having sex, what is the next step? Because Make no, yeah. we're not we're not sitting yeah. here sidestepping anything. Okay, uh, sex before marriage is not right in God's eyes.
1: I would just say if if you're if you guys are not married yet, just try to take a step back. Um, you know whether you're Christian, maybe you're well, yeah. If this I'm I'm more so talking to people that are Christian. If you're in a relationship and y'all y'all falling or whatever, maybe y'all have a sex, just take a step back, right? And you obviously ask ask God for forgiveness, get right. And then also just try to step back and have perspective. Like, is this setting us up for success, right? And I think if you guys can agree on that, you can kind of come up with a plan and you guys can come up with strategies to get to where you want. Because I'm not the type to be like, oh, it's over for y'all, y'all never going to get yeah. married. Because I've, I've heard countless stories that turn out right. amazing, right? And God does amazing things through those couples. So like, just definitely try to, um, just try to take a step back, you know, Stop, obviously, if y'all can, and and just get back on on track.
0: I would say if you're listening to this podcast and you're in a relationship, a loving relationship, and you're having sex with your partner, think to yourself, why aren't we married? First thing, think to yourself, why aren't we married? Because a lot of times, you'll figure that out and be like, I don't need to be with this person, right? Because you have some people who are like, okay, I'm with this person, and I don't see anything in them, but it's really comfortable. If you're in that situation... You don't need to be with that person straight up. So I would say the first thing is think to yourself, why aren't we married? Now, of course, you have situations, right, where it's like, let's say somebody's in med school or whatever, you know, and this person this person is studying and they're so busy and all that. You might say to yourself, hey, look, they got time to have sex. No, because a lot of times yeah. when you're in school, it's like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so this. Oh, I need stress reliever. Maybe you should look at that person and say, hey, let's have a talk about our future, where we see this thing going, right? So if this person is in school for the next two years and they're telling you like, hey, I can't get married because I'm, you know, in this program that's going to sideline me. Maybe you should say, okay, well, hey, how about we take a step back and we maybe take a break from sex, and that might sound terrible because you're like, well, what is a break gonna do? Maybe take a two month break, get closer to God, start reading your Bible more, start having Bible study with your partner, remove sex. I am not going to limit what God can do. You know what I will say is we have to start taking a step closer, right? So just tell you, just tell your partner, okay, well, hey, look, because sometimes if you're having sex and you're like, hey, let's cut out sex, that could be like. Well, hey, we were getting along so well. Yeah. It, it could like why be, why are you stopping? Yeah, the good why good stopping? So why not just have that conversation and say, hey, let's just take a break for a month and be intentional about it. Yep. Why you take that break? Start having Bible study with you with your partner. Start reading up on sex, and you'd be surprised. You'll read some scripture about sex, and you'll be surprised what your partner thinks. They could have a conviction in them, you know, like oh, hey, maybe they're ignoring it. Maybe they're ignoring it. So take a step. Take a step and see what God can do for you. I fully believe that if we start turning to God, and all we need is that mustard seed, that, that faith of a mustard seed, the size of a mustard seed. If you start turning to God and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance. I know God is going to come through for you. That's real. That. That's real, man. Yeah. So, hey, let's go ahead and give them our scriptures that we want to. So,
1: I guess I'll, I'll start with mine. uh 1 Thessalonians four three, and it says... For this is God's will, for your sanctification that you keep away from sexual morality. and um it's just pretty much ha- just have sex obviously in, in a monogamous marriage, but also just like long term, like let's try as much as possible to keep our keep ourselves from activities or even sexual activities outside of God's covenant for it, right. Mm-hmm. It's, for, it's for our sanctification. it's for our, our goodness, right? and it's it's, it's for our. Our holiness, man. Honestly, just to keep ourselves,
0: um, keep ourselves good and keep ourselves pure pretty much. Okay. Thank you for sharing, bro. I'm going to share from the book of Ecclesiastes. This is chapter three, verse 17. And it goes, so this is the son of David speaking. Um, and it goes, I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time there for every purpose and for every work right and the reason why i want to highlight that is we can't play god all right i've tried to play god and he's dealt with me we're going to say that for another podcast mm-hmm. but when when I, verse 17 says god shall judge the righteous and the wicked there are people who are listening to this and they go that's cute it's nice but you know deep down that you are setting up something for this night, for tomorrow, for next weekend. You can fool me. You can fool your brothers, your parents. You can fool the church, but you can't fool God. God 100% knows. You know, And then there's a time for every purpose and for every work. There's going to be a time where that woman that you love so much You're going to have all the fun in terms of sex and it's going to be like after you're done, you're going to lay there and you're just going to smile to yourself. You're not going to have no shame. You're not going to feel any type of guilt. There's going to be a time for that. You know, so if you're in a relationship, if you're having casual sex, if you're just whatever situation that is involving sex outside of marriage, man, take a step back and understand that God is not telling you to Never have sex. No, he's telling you to do it his way and see how much better the sex is going to be. That's real, man. He just
1: just wants you to enjoy in in those healthy confines.
0: Because, look, and I haven't gotten there yet, but I know that, look, when I get my wife, bro, I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy sex, and it's going to be great. I mean, that's the hope and prayer for real. Amen. And I can also say, looking back in my past... I don't look back at a sexual act that I've done and said, man, you know what? That has brought me to this level in life. No, all of that was all in vain. All right, like all the sex that I've had outside of me, it's all in vain, okay? (laughs) I don't talk to these people. I don't sit back and say, hey, I grew so much because... No, all in vain. That's real, bro. Yeah, man. So look... I know you're probably tired of us talking about sex. <laughs> All right,
1: So now we're going to talk about where you can find us <laughs> on social media.
0: Of course, of course. So you can find us on Instagram at Urban Theology underscore. So it is spelled how it is uh, pronounced, Urban Theology. Don't forget the underscore. And please make sure you are subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts platform, on Spotify. Um, if you have not had a chance, look, we continue to plead with you. Because a lot of people like the podcast. We just want to make sure it's visible. You feel me? So make sure you go leave us a rating on the Apple Podcast platform as well. And where can the people find you? Oh, you can find me at Long Live T-O-B-E. And I want to make sure people understand. Look, if God sends a woman my way, <laughs> no, I'm that's it. If God sends a woman my way, hey, look, I'm 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 taking it. So are
1: the DMs open?
0: Bro. The DMs are open, but you gotta understand Instagram is kind of like Tinder, bro. Like, let me tell you, the stories—like when you post a story and people, ah, that's so funny. That's like Tinder, bro. Like, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff that goes on. And all I'm gonna say is, look, if God sends you my way, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be open. But. If, you know, you sitting here talking about some, oh, yeah, we should go do... It. Like, I ain't got to do nothing with you, sis.
1: So, ladies, I'm going <laughs> to sum it up. Just, if you want to shoot your shot, just come correct and be respectable.
0: No. All if right? you want to shoot your shot, let me know you've, le- you've left a rating. On the oh, podcast, okay. no, no, genuinely, because that makes me happy. All right. That y'all one make me happy.
1: The exclusive.
0: Leave a rating and let me know, and trust me, like that'll make me so happy, and I'll be super open, and it'll be like, oh hey, let's discuss some more. Like, so,
1: so ladies, if you're interested, please just leave a rating <laughs> on the podcast. That's step one. <laughs> All right, and um, you can find me on um, social media, Instagram and Twitter at rice underscore stew. That's where you can
0: find me. Yes, sir. Well, hey, this has been a great episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And, you know, I I just pray everybody has a good week. Man, y'all stay blessed. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace. Man, great work, man. Good work.